Welcome to another episode of our Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is Latoya, and today we are going to continue our Tell the World series. And I have my brother, Jordan Smith, who is an amazing man of God. And last week on our last episode, you got to hear a little bit from his wife, Hillary, telling us about her testimony. So if you missed that, make sure you go back and catch it. And today we're going to have Jordan talk to us about his testimony and his journey in faith and prayer. So welcome, Jordan. Thank you for joining us today. Latoya, I'm just excited to be a part of your podcast. Uh, God's really moving uh, what you're doing right now. I actually listen every week. Yay. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Love God. My heart is really after God. I want to do His will in my life and see God's purposes be fulfilled in everybody's life around me. Uh, my husband. I've been married going on almost three years. We're actually expecting our first child. So that's some of the exciting things going on in my life right now. Awesome. 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 Okay. So today we're going to jump right into just your testimony. Uh, which I have heard some of your testimony, not fully all of it, but I think it's amazing what God has done in your life. So talk to us a little bit about how you grew up and just your journey in faith in God. Well, I'm originally from Virginia. I'm actually one of four children. My uh, parents were high school sweethearts. Um, they got married young, but you know, God was the forefront of their marriage when they first started off. So like, they've done a lot of great things like typically what people call the American dreams you know houses property um businesses um they were really just going after the heart of God and just doing things very young you know I grew up in this a great environment um where I knew God at a young age um and a lot of times you you grow up in a, a household like that sometimes you can get you know complacent because sometimes if you're not seeking God at all ways or you're under leadership of your parents that sometimes you may do godly things and carnal things sometimes you can be torn Mm. Mm. okay and tell us when some things kind of changed in your life growing up as a child so my parents around when I was an age between 9 and 10 um you know that beautiful dream like i said american dream and everything i've seen like together of just uh my idea of marriage like and just life changed my parents got a divorce um with that divorce pretty much my family we lost everything uh, like my mom lost her her job she was on her job for like 20 years um we lost our house and like from following those years for almost like a 10-year period it was just instability in my life and my, my siblings' lives. Um, house to house, you know, we got evicted from quite a few places. Uh, many nights I slept in hotels, slept on floors of, of different places, uh, slept in cars, uh, barely had food to eat at times. Uh, been times we ran out of gas on the side of the road and, you know, I had we had to learn to grow up at an early age and um, hustle, you know, just to make ends meet. But just in general, like I always had a gratitude for life. I never lost my faith in God. And that was one thing that always pushed me, even though I probably wasn't living for God. Mm. Look, I'm be honest with you. Uh, I did some some crazy things in my life, right. but I always had him in my heart. Fast forwarding life. Once I got to college, I actually went to Christian Newport University. 
Uh, I graduated in three years. I have a degree in economics, business minor. Uh, I was just really, and I played football there too. I was just really living for my myself, living my life, living my best life. Like like most people say. <laughs> I remember when I was in college, the term was YOLO. <laughs> you only live once. So right. like, that's really what type of person I was. So I was down for anything, everything. And I just really did not include God in really most of my decisions. In life, I just did what was pleasing to me. And um, with that, you know, when you're doing things for yourself and in your flesh, there's going to be success with that, you know, because God has created us all uniquely in a special way that you can be successful without him based mm-hmm. upon our talents and gifts and abilities that he's given to us. Mm-hmm. So I never felt wrong with what I was doing because God was still blessing me. Mm-hmm. But it came a point in time in life that I was sat at a crossroad. I was almost about to get kicked out of school for something unethical that I was part of. Um, and that, that moment in time, that's when I really had like a come to Jesus moment. Like in that time period, like a lot of things, my life was falling apart. Like my relationship with people, financially, I wasn't doing great. Academically, I wasn't my best with my grades. And I was really just at like a crossroad and God was really trying to get my attention with a lot of different things. But I refused to acknowledge him. I refused to run to him. Like I remember coming into college, I had a Bible that was given to me from a church like they give all the college students a bible before they go to college until they told us like to read it and to be different things in it that bible used to sit on myself in my dorm room right um but when i got to the point of really just about to lose everything i worked my whole life to that's when i really just you know got on my knees and really surrendered god and told god that hey like if you're real like i know you are mm-hmm. if you can step into my life and just change me and get me out of the situation I am right now, I promise you I'll serve you for the rest of my life. Wow. Okay. So what happened next? What happened when you prayed that prayer? <laughs> Once I prayed that prayer, prayer, I can say literally, um, you know, the word talks about a righteous man steps are ordered by the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. But I know I wasn't righteous <laughs> at <laughs> all. But like at that point in time, I really just started taking each and every day Murray used to just wake up and um, God I was really like living like on edge like this is all I got I got the Bible that's it that same Bible Bible I had on the shelf I actually started to crack it open and um, one of the key scriptures that I remember or the situation I was going through Psalms 37 25 God said that I'll never see the righteous forsaken mm-hmm. or they'll see begging for bread and with that scripture, that was like my key verse to get me through in that season. And every morning I used to get up. I didn't really know what to read in the Bible, but I would just go to that scripture, Psalms 37. I recite the whole scripture. And sometimes I'll be six in the morning with tears in my eyes mm. because I just knew like I was going through a season of like, if I don't, if, if God doesn't do anything, I'm done. <laughs> I'm right. finished, you know? Yeah. If God doesn't move, that's how my faith was. If God doesn't move, on this situation right now, even though despite I'm wrong as all get out. Right. But I'm asking God if you can move and change the situation and the narrative for me, I promise you I'll serve you with my life and I will live for you and I will walk into the things that you want me to walk in mm-hmm. and what you've been telling me about. And um, every day it just started small, just getting into the word, starting my day with scripture. And literally it was to the point that my faith grew tremendously 
because as I used to read the Bible and I'll read the scripture off the, the pages of the Bible, that scripture will happen that day. Mm. So like God was proving himself to me through his word. And I, I was seeing like miraculous signs and wonders. That's so good. I want to pause and say that, you know, sometimes when we are in the toughest times of our lives, um, that really can be God getting our attention. And so sometimes it feels like storm upon storm upon storm. But a lot of times God will use things like that to make sure that our eyes are on him and to really get us to refocus. So I love that that's a part of your story that God caught you in the midst of your tracks, in the midst of doing your own thing. And what I think is so great about your story, Jordan, is that you actually held to that promise that you made to God. Because I think so many times we say, God, if you get me out of this, then I'll change or I'll do right. And God gets us out and then we don't really stick to what we promised. So I think your story is really, really awesome in that sense of, you know, God did bring you out and you stuck to that. So tell us about how God brought you out of that situation and how your life turned around. It's so crazy you say that, Latoya. Like, it's been plenty of times that I prayed that prayer in my life. I can say countless of times. Mm-hmm. And like you said, like, he got me out. He set me free from whatever snares the enemy had for me. But, I, you know, did things to get myself ensnared back. But it really was in my heart this time eternally mm-hmm. to, hey, like, God, like, I really, like, meant this, felt this. Mm-hmm. Tears in my eyes, you know. Yeah. Um, and God actually just really moved. But with the whole situation, like, I didn't get kicked out of school. Uh, I had an appeal, even though I was guilty, like, like, you know, like the Bible, like Jesus died on the cross for our sins. And like, we were all guilty as charged. Like, like he sent at, not at all. Like I was guilty. Right. Like almost like the thieves that were, and the murders on the cross, on the cross next to him. Like I did my crime, <laughs> right. but like, there's no way about it. But at the same time, I received God's grace and mercy. And like, I was delivered to the situation. Like I won my appeal. Um, and from that point on, everything in my life started to transform. Like, I got my first internship as a sophomore. Okay. Um, I ended up, my grades started to go up. Like, I started, like, going to class and really focusing and, like, divinely, like, taking the time to just continue to study and, like, you know, study God's word. And as I was doing that, like, everything in the natural started to just take off um, to, to the point, like, like I said, I finished school in three years instead of four. Um play football I actually made a lasting impact around um, my teammates around me and just the campus in general uh, I began going to you know, pretty much students for Christ on campus it was an organization that I joined it was a part of and I helped that grow and we actually reached the, the campus for Christ it was pretty much like everything that I began to touch it was like life was 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 going to it and just, just like the fire of God when I speak people knew like gosh just like this guy's a changed guy it was almost like like Paul you know mm-hmm. <laughs> this guy used to kill Christians and like dude I used to be the guy that used to be doing all the wild crazy stuff on campus right. and just, then I turned to this in like a quick instance it was like you know <laughs> I'm about the kingdom I'm about the kingdom business my lifestyle changed the way how I walk how I talk how I interacted, how I cared, like all of that began to change. And being that part of that change, like God began to renew and transform my mind. But then he also started to transform my situation, like naturally. Mm. Like, you know, I I had a, have walked in 
got a, got a job that I know I didn't really even qualify at the time. You know, right before I even graduated school, I already had a job lined up. And then into my career, like I did great things in my career. I've been promoted multiple times. At the age of 22, I bought my first house. You know, I got married at, at 24 to a beautiful wife who spoke last week. But just in general, just my life began to take off and to the point that I came in some of the things, I, if I can imagine, like, you know, eight years ago, like being in the situation I am right now, I'm just truly grateful. Mm. Just to understand that, that it was nothing that I did but just say yes to God, the voice of God. Right. And a lot of times I feel like as believers, we can just truly just say yes to the will of God and just say yes to what he wants us to do and just stop fighting, you know, a battle that we shouldn't be fighting and like God can really move and truly transform our lives. Mm. I want to um, speak to something. Well, two things you said. One, it's like, you know, no matter where we are right now, five years from now, seven years from now, you know, we can be in a completely different space. And a lot of times the enemy will have you think that where you are now is where you will always be. But when you say yes to God and you fully surrender your life to God, he can turn things around for you. Um, But you said one thing, Jordan, about you have prayed that prayer many times before, but this time you pray from your heart and you begin to really seek God and open your Bible and read your word and just really wake up and pray and, you know, just really, really meant what you were praying about. So talk to some people um, about the importance of praying from your heart to God, like crying out to God from your heart and just the difference that that makes. You know, it's a, it's a great question, Latoya. Like, like to me, like crying out to God, like can represent so many different ways. Like I can talk to God, like I'm talking to you right now, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of times we think get caught up and like oh man I before I come to God I had to get myself right and I used to think that way mm-hmm. like I had to get myself right I gotta cut this out of my life I gotta do this I gotta do that you don't have to do anything mm-hmm. but just talk to him talk to him mm-hmm. fellowship with him God is really just looking for an intimate you know authentic relationship with everyone mm-hmm. um one thing that helps me is just like I used to come to God just talking like I'm talking now like God look I'm jacked up Mm-hmm. Like I'm hurt. I'm really broken right now. Yeah. You know, it's been many times. I just, that's how I talk to God. Mm-hmm. Or God, I really messed up. Mm-hmm. Show me how I can fit this situation in my life. Show me how I can bring healing to the situation. Lord, mm-hmm. lead me in a way that I can find truth. You know, and understanding. That's how yeah. I used to cry out to God. Yeah. And then sometimes I used to be in my dorm room, close the door. I might have to get get on my knees and pray and. And might be in tears. Yes. You know? Actually, like, literally crying about different things. Yeah. Or even just in general, like, God hears our hearts with a lot of things. Sometimes you can't even speak. Mm-hmm. There's been times I can't even talk and even express how I felt about different things. But I used to journal a lot, you know? I was introduced to journal journaling in college. And I used to just journal my thoughts and just write them out. Like, set the vision to make it plain. Mm. Or even just in general, just any, like, emotions or, or thoughts I had. I used to write them down and I can go back and review those things. And sometimes I can see it like, hey, I might be tripping right now. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly. Or then sometimes like you might see something like, wow, that's powerful, that's deep. Mm -hmm. And revelation will come through that just time. So I say one of the key things that help many of us believers would be just really return 
to just the original tent of what God had it for us to be. It's just intimacy. Yeah. Just being present in his presence and just receiving just the love from him and just being with God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes all the difference too, especially when you want to be changed because like you said, we always feel like I can change myself or once I get this right. But really when you humble yourself before God, um, he will change you. And it's nothing that we can do in our own selves. And I love first John because it talks about if we confess our sins, that God is faithful and just to cleanse us and forgive us from all unrighteousness. So it's something where even like what you were saying, Jordan, is so much humility in that, like, God, I messed up or God, I did this, you know, and just humbling ourselves in his presence and just being in his presence, I think makes all the difference. So that is awesome. Anything you would like to say for people that may be going through things like how you were going through things eight years ago, or just really living for themselves and wondering why things are not working out or things are not um, coming together, but are, you know, probably falling apart. Anything that you would want to say to those people that may be listening or something that you would have said to younger Jordan or Jordan eight years ago um, that you would like to say to some of our listeners today? Wow, that's a deep question right there. Uh, I can say, one thing I can say to anybody just listening right now, no matter where you are in your, your path of life, mm-hmm. uh, just understand God is sovereign. Um, and he never changes. Like He's the same God as he was yesterday, um, as he is today. So everything has a season. Everything has a time. Uh, everything has a purpose. You might not be your timing right now, um, and and it's okay. But just know when the time that God's knocking on the door of your heart, answer that knock. Right. Because at the end of the day, God is faithful. Um, he knows your beginning and your end. And I'd rather be rolling with the guy who knows me and knows all the plans for my life yeah. than just going all willy-nilly and just doing it on my own. So the best thing I'd say, if you can surrender, surrender early. Yeah. If God's after something in your life, surrender it. Give it up. Because mm. I'm telling you, what he has for you is better. Mm. Like some of the things we hide, you know, are, we put our hopes in these, these foolish treasures of the world. Right. You know, everything that we're chasing is futile. Mm. If we could just chase after God, we will inherit his riches, his glory. And some of the greatest things on life. I'm preaching right now. So you preaching. I, 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 I got to probably chill out. Y'all got to wait a couple years for that. <laughs> no, I love it. Thank you so much, Jordan. Thank you. This was so good. Um, such a good word, man. And I think your life itself is, is a lovely testimony. And when you talked about God ordering your steps. So after you surrendered, it was shortly after that God revealed your wife to you. And I mean, it's just beautiful how God ordered the steps of your life. And so... To those of you listening, make sure you continue on listening and make sure you subscribe. You can check us out at Prayer is Breathing on Instagram or on Facebook. You can find us at Prayer is Breathing. If you need any prayer gear, you can follow us at Awake Christian Clothing on the gram and Facebook. Till next time, God bless you. God keep you. Make sure you surrender your life to God. That's all that really matters in this life. And you can have life through Jesus Christ because everything else will fade away. Everything else will pass away.
but we live eternally and it's so important and critical that you accept Jesus into your heart and you don't just live for yourself, but you live for him. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. Till next time. Be blessed.